T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Quickly to our guest, Captain Michael Glasser, president of Pano, with 43 years on a job. Captain, I get it right? That's correct. Yeah, 43 years on a job. Um, first of all, good morning. How you doing? Happy New Year. Same to you. Thank you. Doing well. Tell me how the department's doing. Um, has anything changed since the appointment, uh, since the departure of Sean Ferguson and the appointment of interim superintendent Foot- Woodford? Well, we've had a lot of management changes. Uh, we've changed some of the executive leadership around. Some of the chiefs have left. Other chiefs have been appointed. Uh, some of the other chiefs that still remain have been moved. And then on the command staff level, all the district commanders have all been moved, and most of the uh, administrative captains have been moved. So, yeah, it's like uh, shaking up a snow globe. we got to kind of wait and see where the pieces end up and uh, whether or not it's effective or not. So far, are you satisfied with the changes that were made or the organization? Well, you know, some of them make sense to us, some of them not so much, but perhaps there's a bigger plan that we haven't seen yet. Uh, In all fairness, we have to wait and see how it turns out. Uh, I think some of those moves were definitely necessary. Some of them we question. But, again, in fairness, we got to wait and see what happens. But what we're really concerned about is we're waiting to see what everybody's waiting to see, and that's the crime plan. What are we, how are we going to police the city no matter who the pieces are? are we, you know, do we have good changes that are going to be impactful, or are we rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic? Well, you know, when it comes to the consulting team, part of, of what came out was that it was about changing the, the narrative and the strategy about controlling the story as to whether crime is good or bad. That, that doesn't mean a, a thing as far as whether we know about it or not. That's not going to affect crime. Does that kind of bring into uh, question the credibility of the people that are preparing the plan? If one of the, the, the parts of it was to, you know, in a, let's face it, uh, offer political cover to people who may not be doing so well in their jobs? Well, you know, in the end, the bottom line is, you know, they say you can fool the people that you work for. You can fool some of the people you work with. You can't fool the people that work for you, and you can't fool the public. They know whether or not they feel safe or not. They know whether or not there's crime or not. No matter what numbers you throw at them, the bottom line is they know. So, you know, that's something that that the public's going to have to evaluate for themselves, whether they feel comfortable and feel safe, whether businesses will stop moving out, whether residents will stop moving out. That's something we're going to have to wait and see. What moves make sense and which ones don't? Well, you know, that's a, uh, that's a strategy that, that the department has taken. You know, some of the moves we've seen uh, are, in our opinion, questionable. Like, did you want to uh, go into them? Right people. Well, not, not specifically individually, no. But there are some people that, that have been moved into places that we wonder what the logic was in that. 
I'm sure there was some. I don't think it's random. Uh, and perhaps there is a logic there. We just don't see it. And uh, in all fairness, we got to wait and see what happens with that. Um, you know, I think we can predict with some degree of reliability that some of those moves will be good. Some of them we still question. So to be fair, though, we have to wait and see. J.P. Morrell yesterday told Newell Norman that about the only person it appears who does not believe that crime's the number one issue is, in fact, probably the mayor. Is that the impression among the rank and file? Uh, I would say that's probably accurate. So with that being accurate, because while I hear all the time that it's a number one priority, I don't see how it's a number one priority. We don't do anything substantially different. The same conversation we had a year ago, almost exactly a year ago, that I spoke on radio and on television and on on uh, to the city council and said, what's different? What are we doing differently today, substantially different than we did a year ago? And the answer is really nothing. And you know what the outcome was. So the question I have to you then, that was a year ago now, what substantially have we done to affect the outcome? And the answer is, again, nothing. Accurate? Well, we've ma- we've made some moves at the top, and that's certainly something that, that probably had to be done and should have been done. But is like that said, substantially going to substantially what? affect crime in New Orleans, Captain? No. No. It will have some effect, but the answer is substantially no. It will not. There are things that we have to do, and we've talked about this before many times. There are things that the department has to do to substantially change the way we police this city in order to be effective. We are a 900-officer department, and we cannot behave like it's a 1,600-officer department and wonder why we're not successful. We have to change the way we do business to accommodate the lack of staffing, and the staffing problem is chronic. We're not going to change it overnight. No matter how many people we hire today, they will not be – if we hired enough today to staff the department, they would not be fully functional police officers until next year or almost next year. So it's not going to change substantially. We have to change the way we do business, and we haven't done that yet. All right, let me take a break. When we come back, we're talking to Captain Michael Glasser, 43 years on a job, president of Pano. One question I have about the national search is that if somebody does come in and make changes, if they do have officers they have to get rid of, how do you balance that with the shortage of officers already? And also, Newell mentioned yesterday there are, there is talk that Sean Ferguson asked that Officer Vappy, the investigation before he retired, that the investigation of Officer Vappy be dropped, I think, or that he be cleared. And if that's the case, I don't know what that says about cronyism. I don't know what that says about the shape of the department going forward, which is one of the big problems that Captain Glasser has often said, and every survey that they do says is a problem with morale and NOPD. 821 Traffic Now, WWL. 826, quickly back to Cap Michael Glasser, president of Pano. Cap, do you know where the investigation stands with Officer Vappi? And I don't know, as a Pano representative, is Pano representing Officer Vappi? Where does all of this stand, do you know? Uh, the short answer on that is no, uh, the police association is not representing him. Uh, secondly, uh, the investigation, I don't know exactly where it is. I know Officer Vappi has been uh, removed from reassignment or modified assignment. He's back on duty uh, not in the mayor's staff, but in a different position. But I don't know what the status is on the investigation. Do you know if anybody got involved with that, tried to have anything dropped or anything like that? Uh, that I don't know. Okay. Um, I, I don't have any insight into that other than, 
you know, we would like to see this whole thing wrapped up. I think the public, the mayor, the uh, uh, officer Vappi, I think everyone deserves to have an answer on this. And because it does involve the mayor, I think if there's any culpability that's involved in this, we should know. And if there isn't, we should know that as well if, and put this thing to rest one way or the other. If the mayor is reaching in trying to get uh, something, uh, a deal cooked for Officer Vappi, then that would mean that Michelle Woodfork would have to be either be at odds with her or go along with her. And at that point, does that make the search for a national chief become even more important? And where does the rank and file feel about the look for a new superintendent, the search? Well, you know, I think the rank and file is interested in having the best person possible doing that and uh, running this department. And, you know, whether that proves to be uh, Michelle Woodfork or someone else remains to be seen. You know, we're all but, hopeful but with cronyism, that things will improve, but we got to see. Yeah, you with know? cronyism being a complaint, if there was some uh, attempt by the mayor to have the charges dropped or, or the investigation squashed, then that would indicate that cronyism is still alive and well, right? Uh, that might be a good indicator. Okay. Uh, let me move on with five murders a day. Not five murders. We're averaging, I think, five shootings a day. Um, car break-ins, you know, I, I don't never fault NOPD. I think you guys are up against it. You're doing everything you can. Do you get any, any psychological help, any mental help? Because it's got to be, um, I guess, disconcerting. People are getting shot. You're trying to do everything you can. Cars are getting broken into. You're trying to do everything you can. Do you feel as though, like, the, the walls are coming, tumbling down? Well, that's the overall problem we're facing. You know, as as we watch the department shrink and we watch the crime grow, you know, that's not a level of success. And it's hard to work in an organization that's not successful. And it's not due to the men and women of the department. They're operating as best they can as they're instructed to, to operate. And that's why we have to change the way we operate if we're going to be effective. That's one of the things that's driving the attrition is that if they don't see a change and they don't see something different that allows us to be successful, they're going to go someplace else where they can be successful. So from the time we've been talking, from the time Sean Ferguson resigned, has anything substantially changed either in the search for a new superintendent or in any type of crime fighting plan to indicate that there will soon be a decrease in the violence in the city? I haven't seen anything that would suggest that. You know, uh, there was a list of recommendations made by the consultants a couple of months back. A couple of those things were implemented. The overwhelming majority of them were ignored for whatever reason. And here we stand still waiting for a crime plan. And as, as the crime escalates, you know, without, a, without something changing, the crime will not change. Can you we name said this before, and it's obvious now. Something or a few that were ignored? Ignored. No, but what, like what? A couple of what? What are the recommendations that were ignored? Well, there's some centralization of investigative services, perhaps uh, consolidating certain districts and reorganizing the way we do it. Without a proactive component to this police department, we will never reduce violent crime without a centralized or even a decentralized, but preferably centralized, proactive component, which we have not had for almost three years now. May will be three years. And who would be the person ignoring that, the mayor or the police superintendent? Whoever is running this police department. Do you know <laughs> which, which one is it? Which is the next question. Do you know who's running the department? Well, you know, the federal judge still has substantial control over what we do. Clearly, the mayor has substantial control over what we do. I believe she said that the other day, that she's integrally involved with the things that go on. So 
Uh, you know, to what degree the superintendent has the autonomy to run a department, I can't say that. But, uh, you know, all I can look at is the outcome. Thank you, Captain. God bless you. Stay safe. We'll talk to you again soon, all right? Sounds good, Tommy. Thank you. You bet. Captain Michael Glasser, president of Pano, 831 minute late. Time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.